This is the Academic Survival Podcast, and I'm your host, Dr. Chandra McDonald. Statistics show that approximately 40% of students drop out of college every year. In fact, nearly 30% drop out their first year. Well, I am on a mission to improve these stats. But there's a difference between a preference and a priority, you know? Okay, okay. Because as far as my ambitions go, you know, that's more my preference because, you know, me being an entertainer, I know that's what I want to do and that's what I have to do. But in terms of my priority, which is me being a student and trying to, you know, graduate to the fullest extent of my potential, you know, I know that's just something I have to do. That's Daryl Horn, a freshman at Cal State Northridge. He'll be talking about the concept of learning, overcoming procrastination, and balancing preferences and priorities. Coming up next on Academic Survival with me, Dr. Chandra McDonald. So welcome to another episode of Academic Survival. Today I am bringing to the stage, or I should say to the mic, Daryl. And Daryl is a first year student, a freshman, and he is going to tell you a little bit about himself. So uh, Daryl, welcome to Academic Survival. Thank you, Ms. Chandra. How are you doing today? I'm doing pretty good. No complaints. No complaints. Mm -hmm. Well, um, first off, you can't get anywhere without knowing somebody's name. So my name is Daryl Horn. Um, I'm a freshman at California State University of Northridge. And this may come as a surprise to you, but I'm a freshman, but I'm only 17 years old, you know, and I've just turned 17 in June. Oh, wow. So how did that happen? (laughs) uh, It's more like it was preset for me when I was like really little because I skipped when I was really little. So what what grade did you skip? I think it was uh, kindergarten. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. All right. So that puts you that makes you a little bit younger than most of your classmates then, huh? try all of them okay (laughs) all right so so tell uh tell us what your major is and and why well my major is cinema and television arts which Mm. is a film major you know and i'm in the screenwriting division where i write scripts and i tell stories throughout my writing wow okay and and that's only you know one piece of you know what i want to pursue as a career in the general term all right. So what so what are you working on now? Are you working on any scripts? Are you getting any uh any practice? Yeah. Uh yes, every day I'm working on scripts, but also, you know, it's not just I write scripts too, but I also um I'm basically you could just say I'm an entertainer. What I want to talk to you a little bit about today is your a little bit about your high school experience. So, can you okay. tell us how your in what way your high school actually prepared you for college? Well, in terms of high school, like I will say that it prepared me more mentally and socially rather than academically. Well, Ooh. it did prepare me academically, but it was greatly outruled by the mental and social aspect of, you know, when it comes to just being in a public setting at school. Okay. So you said socially and mentally. Yes. Okay. And and so that's 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 helped you, you would say? Yes, in more ways than one, because you know, not only was I able to, you know, get prepared for meeting new people, period, or just, you know, interacting with different period people because you never know who you're gonna meet when you go outside of your house or whenever you go to school because it's always different every single day. But it also just 
gave me preparation as to going somewhere by myself and, mm-hmm. you know, figuring it out on my own without having to go home and tell, you know, oh, go go tell mom or dad what happened or so-and-so. I mean, I could still do that when I talk to him on the phone, but it's just, you know, not the same because I'm just going to have to deal with it as I get older, you know? Right. Right. Now, what about um, lack of preparation? Like, in what way do you think your high school maybe did not prepare you for for college? What it didn't prepare me for was it definitely, you know, uh, lacked in, how should I say, the academic, you know, sort of way, because it's more, because I kind of take this as, when it comes to high school, what I realized as I got here from a specific class, my Africana studies class, is my teacher, well, my professor, she basically broke down the concept of learning, you know, in general, Uh which is not memorizing or just, you know, regurgitating, you know, information that a teacher has assigned to you, but rather, you know, retaining information that should help you out in the long run. And Mm -hmm. so from that one class, I got more in terms of mental retainment uh-huh. rather than my entire four-year experience at in high school and when it came to getting the stuff I needed just to graduate. What has taken you by surprise? In terms of college? Yeah. Uh, what, what took me as a surprise is that I can do basically almost anything I, I want, you know, at any time, you know, without without repercussion. I mean, granted, you know, there is repercussions, but as long as I play in my field, you know, I just be responsible with power that I now have. I just, I can really do anything I want and whenever I want, you know, that's just. (laughs) So, so do you mean like just basically being able to come and go as you please? Basically. (laughs) All right. So that's taking you by surprise. Now, have you discovered any academic strengths or anything, anything that you like any ability that you have, but you didn't know that you had before you got to college? One thing that I picked up on on my first few weeks of studying is that I was able to really get my time management down really early because, you know, a lot of first year students struggle with their time management. And granted, I struggle with with this a little bit too because I'm a procrastinator. Okay. But I but I learned the only way to get around it is if you just do it right away, rather than you know just sit on it and let it stew for a couple of days. You know. Okay. So really, I know how my brain and my body works. You know, in terms of giving me something that I'm assigned, and what's worse if I don't care about it, and. <laughs> and just letting it sit there for like a day or two, but rather in comparison, I get it done out the way. So I don't have to think about it ever again. So tell me a little bit uh, about the the time management piece of it. Okay. So it's more of a compliment. It's more of a amalgamation of your personal schedule as a college student, Uh your work ethic as a person and what factors play into the success of these, the first two working together? Okay. Okay. So, and so you've been able to, I guess, obviously apply that to all of your, all your courses. Absolutely. What, um, how many courses are you taking this semester? I'm taking five courses as we speak. And what are they? 
Well, I've already mentioned Africana studies, but uh-huh. um, I'm also taking advanced level English. I'm taking a mathematical ideas class, which is pretty confusing, I will say to the <laughs> least. But, you know, I've learned to make my way around it. But okay. I've also, I'm also taking my major, my CTVA major, you know, which is really not doing anything for me right now. Okay. But because, you know, it's more of getting the mush out of the way before they actually get to the good stuff, which is next semester. Okay. But I, I'm, I wasn't, I mean, I was complaining, but I, but you know, it was more of, I knew I had to be patient if I wanted to see this thing all the way through. And, mm-hmm. and finally, you know, I'm also taking, see at my school, we have a seminar class for freshmen. It's called university 100. Oh, and so basically God. all, and basically all freshmen have to take it as a general ed course before they move on to their second semester in their freshman year. I remember taking University 100. Yep. Oh my gosh. When I took University 100, I thought I was going to drop out. I was like, okay, maybe I'm not cut off for this because I am lost. And I took, <laughs> I took it. Okay. So you could take it as a class or for me, you could have taken it in summer school, like the, the week before school started. So I opted mm-hmm. for the crash course of taking it for a week before school started and that class it felt like a scavenger hunt of how to use the library like it was it yeah I I I was literally in tears I was like maybe I'm not cut out for this why am I having such a hard time with university 100 Mm -hmm. I mean it's I mean in my university 100 class it's not really about uh the difficulties and sort of say it's more of it's very informational. It's like so much to the point where you have to take a step back to actually clear up, you know, what they're giving you because it's like, it's like they're trying to give you all this information so that they're like, they want you to be successful. Then want you to have as many resources as you can, but it's like, they're dropping a whole bunch of knowledge at one in one class period, you know? So yeah. it's more of just, you know, you got to know when to listen and when you can just let stuff float on by. Okay. Yeah. Cause it could be pretty overwhelming. Yeah. Okay. So then what about like, have you discovered any, any weaknesses um, since you've been in college? Uh, um, Weaknesses? Yeah. I will say that, well, my biggest weakness right now is, you know, trying to balance because right now I see my life is like kind of a dichotomy because it's more of like dividing like my life into like three separate parts. Like on one side, I have myself as a student, you know, which I hold at top priority. Uh-huh. Um, the other side, I have my personal ambitious goals where I know beyond school that I know I have to get started on as I'm working as a student right now, mm-hmm. because in order to make sure that my craft and my business potential, you know, in the future will be to the point where I desire and I aspire it to be in the future. Uh-huh. And in between, I have kind of a medium where it's like, you know, it's kind of like, it's like, okay, we can compromise, you know, we can do this at this point in time. And then when you're done, you can jump to this other side because it's like, like you gotta, I gotta know how to balance all three in my head. Okay. Okay. Otherwise I'm just going to go crazy. (laughs) So which one, um, Okay, so you're you're balancing all three. Is there? Do you find yourself having a tendency to want to cater toward one versus the other, or the other? 
I definitely have a preference, but okay. there's a diff- there's definitely a but there's a difference between a preference and a priority, you know. Okay. Okay. Because as far as my ambitions go, you know, that's more my preference because me being an entertainer, I know that's what I want to do and that's what I have to do. But in terms of my priority, which is me being a student and trying to graduate to the fullest extent of my potential, I know that's just something I have to do. So okay. when it's when you mix want with have, it's kind of tricky. So I just deal with the have first. All right. I like it. So what about what college has taught you about yourself? Like, is there anything that you didn't know that you that you now know? Like, has it taught you anything about yourself? What it taught me was that I'm really good at, well, number one, I'm good at socializing with people. Okay. Because, yes, because okay. Flight attendant, personality type, yes. <laughs> okay. I mean, even if they like it or not, it doesn't matter because I just know I'm good at talking to people and getting an emotion out of them. Mm-hmm. Because if, if we're going to really take it back, you know, if we're going to talk about like COVID and all this stuff, it's really turned off a lot of people's social skills prior to, you know, coming to college. Right. So now, so now everywhere I look, like people was just like, why is that guy looking at me? Or it's like, why is this guy talking to me? (laughs) And then I'm just like, I'm just like, cause we're people. That's what we do. Like (laughs) what else do you want me to do? You want me to sit there and stare? Like that's even creepier if you really want (laughs) to think about it. Yeah. But, but it's like, like it's also like, it also made me realize that, you know, I'm good at, convincing people of you know not only just to help me with my aims right but also you know i can return the favor you know and just help them with their aims whatever they are because when you when you want to get far in life or if you want to get to where you want to be as far as you know financial mental social or just in a stable term you just like as my mom puts it you have to know how to get people to say yes <laughs> and so because i because like it's kind of something i picked up from her but i'm just good at selling people how, how, like like what they what they need and what they want at the same time and then it's like i reel them in and because i get them in their head i get them <laughs> awesome so tell me a little bit i'm gonna go back a bit and so i want to hear a little bit about your the day that you were first dropped off at college. Tell me tell me a little bit about that experience. How did it feel knowing that you had the liberty to come and go as you please? Okay. Well, number one, what I remember from that day is that I didn't get my complete independence until like like not until like seven o'clock that night because my, my mom was there the whole entire day, you know, trying to help me move in and stuff. Okay. But well, <laughs> it's actually a funny story. So on my first night of moving in, uh-huh. I got locked out of my dorm room. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, no. See, that's when it really started to sink, and I'm just like, oh, man, I'm really on my own with this. I was about to be like, oh, let me call my mom. See, I'm like, oh, man. It's like. She, she don't have the key. <laughs> exactly. And that's when it really sinks in, you know, like. And then, you know, I mean, sure, my roommate did, you know, come a few minutes later, you know, to, you know, bail me out of this situation, right? Mm-hmm. But it's more of my first night of getting dropped out of college, more of a the quickest eye opener I've ever had. And then um, 
Okay, so you you got you got locked out, and was that on the first night? Yes, it was. Okay, and then anything else? Anything else about that day? You said your mom was there for for several. The entire hours. day. Yes, because well, one, she wanted to make sure I was completely set in stone, you know, ready to go. Had uh-huh. to make sure my situation was as comfortable as she could make it. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, you know, she wanted to make sure that you know I wasn't completely left out in the cold when it comes to not having the stuff I needed. So it's more, it's more, she gave me the tools of what I needed, both mentally and physically. All right. So then now that you're, that you've uh, been away on campus in the dorms, how, how many weeks has it been now? It's been, it's been well over seven weeks. Okay. It is now, is this experience what you thought it would be? Kind of and kind of not at the okay. same time. What, because what way has it been what you expected? Well, number one, I knew I was going to be able to manage my own schedule from here on out because uh-huh. I didn't have mom or teachers to tell me to do otherwise. I mean, they recommended certain things, but I was really going to take them with a grain of salt because I'm, at the end, I'm going to do what I'm going to do. You know? okay. But at the same time, it did kind of open my eyes as to what I really need to prioritize in, ter- in terms of um, present day and the day to come. Because if you don't really have sort of a, a layout of that, then you're really going to start tripping over your own feet. Okay. So what about the emotional part? So you're, you're away from school and, and, I mean, you're away at school and how, how far are you from home? In terms of, um, I'm a I'm a good forty five to an hour minute drive uh, hour minute drive away. Okay, and as far as emotional support, like what are you like? Where do you turn for emotional support? Really, I don't really turn to anybody. Like it's like it's like I know how to control my emotion and you know like how to filter it to a point where I'm just like okay. Do I really need to be acting on this right now or do or can this wait? Because, you know, I'm I'm really good at balancing it in it out to a point. I mean, I'm not saying it's good, right? I mean, everybody needs somebody to, you know, vent to at least. Mm-hmm. I mean I mean my roommate has been, you know, a help to me in that in that sort of way. Like I didn't vent too much. It's just that, you know, I would tell him about a few frustrations I'd had, right? Right. But you know, at, but at the same time I kept it to a bare minimum. Okay. So you, you mentioned roommate. So tell me yes. a little bit about that experience living with someone who you've never met before. Well, it's fun actually, because neither of us knew what to expect from the other person. So mm-hmm. it was more of, we, we could only get what we could get from a description and a bio and a picture. Okay. And so, and so we didn't really get to start connecting until when he when we first started you know to walk in so you mentioned roommate tell me a little bit about the the roommate experience um it's fun it's i'll just say like for the most part it's fun because one you're used to only living with your family only living with people who you've known since you were born and it's just kind of a nice and sort of a frightening change of pace because you know you don't want to step on any toes but at the same time, you know, it's just more of 
like finding what you have in common with a complete stranger and seeing if that friendship is actually good and beneficial for who you are becoming as a person in college. Do they do any kind of uh, personality profile to, to match you up? Uh, I, I think so because, okay, let me tell you something that I've noticed in terms of my building versus all the other dorm buildings around campus. Okay. So, in terms of my building, everybody who lives here knows everybody by a first name basis, and we all hang out with each other on a daily basis. Hmm. Because we're like, I think if I'm mistake, if I'm not mistaken, like when they set us up to pick our roommates in terms of what we value as far as rooming with somebody else, right? Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure they use an algorithm to justify who would be best with who, you know, in terms of a social setting. Okay, you know. And so when I picked my roommate and he picked me, we didn't know what to expect. We just saw that we were compatible. Okay. And then and then when when we actually started to get to talking, that's when we started saying, "Okay, <laughs> we get it now. We get it." Yeah. So you feel that the school did a pretty good job with matching you up, huh? Uh, yes, I would believe so. Uh, maybe, maybe they should start a dating service. oh man you have no idea how many times i heard that (laughs) so okay so you you haven't really um had a need to reach out for emotional support so tell me have you have you in the course of being there these past few weeks have you had an experience where you felt overwhelmed what have you one have you had that experience and then two if so like how did you handle it um yes i've had a a, well for the in a nutshell yes i've had at least one of those experiences ever since i've been out here okay but in terms of me handling it you know this is more of because I because like it's just how my mind works. It's just like I know I can't do everything at once. You know that's just not how I roll. But um, how I roll is more of I take things step by step. I like it's not it's not checkers. It's chess. You know with me. So because you know like it's more of I can make one move, but it may be the wrong move. But you know like but I know if I just plan it out correctly then you know I know I can have time for everything once I get it all together. Where do you like to study? Mainly well for one the dorms have a study room in here and two I study in the library. It's just it was just always the best place for me to go in terms of if I really wanted to get down to business and get stuff done. Yeah, I would definitely stay on campus a little bit longer after my classes are done to get stuff done before I head back to my my bedroom. Okay. You said stay on campus a little bit longer. Is your is your housing off campus? Uh no, it's not off campus, but it's definitely a divided section from where the classes are. Most of the time, well, really it depends on what I'm studying you know, the amount of time I put into it, because for each subject that I take in this, in this uh, semester, it has a different, you know, study method to it. But um, really, for the most part, it's just, I have to set a certain amount of time for myself. Like, I really just take two hours of every day just to do homework. Okay. And that's, that's really what's helped get stuff done in terms of what I needed to get done for my general ed classes, you know, this semester. For the most part, it's really just been effective time management and uh, which subject did I find most important. Do you have a favorite class? 
I do not because okay okay I'll I'll just say this right now nothing no shade to any of the teachers that mm-hmm. that or professors that have taught me in the general ed class that I've been in for the past month or so mm-hmm. or or month or two but uh there's a lot more cons than pros in their classes um okay in terms of what I've noticed because there are certain classes where because like I'll I'll just name like one by one Number one, my Africana studies classes, you know, while the teacher is very effective with her teaching method, she sometimes can be enigmatic because like sometimes it gets to a point where you're just like, can you say that again? Because because <laughs> because like it's like it's supposed to be packaged in a knowledgeable way, but you just can't seem to get the unpackaged piece off of it. <laughs> And for my CTVA class, I expected to learn something about screen rhyme that I never thought of before in my entire 17 years of life or the entire, like, since I've been writing scripts. Mm-hmm. Um, but really, it's just been the teacher just telling us facts that I didn't know or didn't care about. Mm. Okay. Because, you know, it's everybody has that one class where it's just like you expected something, but then it turns out to be something you really just could not care less about and then yeah. um for uh, my mathematics class while it's a different topic from any of the math classes i've taken in my entire life um it's definitely a weirder math class than you know i've ever had because yeah. um it was you it was something i had never heard of before you said mathematic i mathematical ideas yeah yeah because I can't even explain it myself, but because it's like she teaches us different theories and different like methods of numbers and stuff that nobody in their right mind, unless they're a mathematician, would ever think to look at. Mm-hmm. But in any case, it's just something that is new to me, something that is probably going to brush over me by the time of next semester, something that is just utterly confusing that i have to figure out for myself for the most part okay and how's that coming along not bad because i've done it before it's just that you know nothing with something like this difficult okay all right and then were there other classes you wanted to dissect before i move on no 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 everything else is cool okay all right so then over the past few weeks you've had an opportunity to have various experiences tell me about some wins Tell me about some successes that you've had so far this year. <laughs> um, so as, well, I find more successes from my ambitious side rather than my student side, you know, okay. because because me, I've learned how to network in the entire you know time I've been been out here because I'm trying to get uh, so it sounds kind of broad when I say this, but I'm trying to get an empire going. <laughs> okay. Explain this to me, Daryl's empire. Tell me a little bit more about this. Well, for one, I started my own entertainment and record label unofficially, you know, it's called Bolt Shock Records and Entertainment. And so for the idea behind it is to take artists, actors, writers, whatever a person is in the entertainment industry mm-hmm. and to, you know, either make their talents known to the world okay. or brush or polish up what can be because we don't just take the best of the best we also take what could be the best of the best because 
it's not just about saying the 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 gold and the, like the diamond in the rough. Mm-hmm. It's more of it's more about just polishing off all the dirt on the rock to get the diamond. Okay. And so, so that's been a win as far as like starting that. Uh, starting that and getting people to actually want to work with me because a lot of people who've come to the school are really out for the same goal, you know, that I am because it's more of, I, it's more of like, I'm more organized with how I plan it rather than, you know, how they do it because they're really independent with it. And I'm just like, Hey man, nobody gets, nobody gets to the top by themselves. Okay. So so I'm just having to collaborate. Yes. Like as far as I've been here, you know, I've collaborated with, or at least been able to get people to agree with me. I've gotten over a dozen people to, you know, agree to work with me, you know, in terms of reaching that goal of making our careers and our goals reality. That's good. Check you out, freshman networking and starting a collab and all that. (laughs) Be exciting. Yeah. Okay. So do you do anything to, to celebrate, celebrate your wins? Um, mainly I just appreciate the little moments where I just, I'm just not working, whether it's just talking to my friends, you know, going to parties or, you know, whatever. Cause I just appreciate the little moments that I have a lot. Well, I've still got them. Okay, cool. Now, what about your people who you went to high school with? Are, are there any students who you went to high school with that are at the same university that you're at? I'm pretty sure, but I'm not definite, but I'm pretty sure one of my friends um, from high school who played on the basketball team got mm-hmm. here on a bas- basketball scholarship. I'm not going to say his name because I don't want to put him on the spot, but, you know. Okay. But so, but I, but I but as far as he told me, you know, he said he got here on a basketball scholarship. Okay. And what about your school, the, the, the students that you were at school with, the, are there any of your friends from high school that you, that you keep in touch with that perhaps went to different to different universities? Yes, absolutely. Because some of the people who I've talked to in high school were actually some of the first people who uh, inspired me, you know, to actually start my company, you know, to get more of a business mindset. It's more of like working with them, you know, and kind of collaborating with them, you know, kind of just made me kind of put the nail in the coffin and just like, okay, the decision is final. I'm going to do this. I love it. I love it. It's good to see that you have um, the ambition and the energy to follow your dreams. If you were to go back to your high school and, you know, giving a giving a presentation, I don't know, maybe there was like a general assembly and there was only of high school seniors and they just wanted to um, know what to expect their freshman year of college or maybe they they were feeling a little bit nervous about you know what's to what's to come the year to come after graduation mm-hmm. tell me a little bit about what you would say to that audience what would be your your advice to that type of audience you're going back well, to high and the seniors okay well if i had to say anything to like seniors who i was with or the seniors who are there now mhm I would say, number one, just enjoy where you're at right now because all that other stuff will come in time. You know, there's no rush to it. Um, Number two, I would say while at that, you also need to just have kind of in your head, okay, I know there's something beyond school that that I can do. 
Just mm-hmm. you gotta have that one word in your head always. Purpose. What is my purpose? Because like it's really purpose that kind of keeps me going in terms of my 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 ambitions, my career as an entertainer, my networking skills, my me talking to people in general. Like that's what keeps me going. Because, mm-hmm. you know, it's kind of the driving force of everything that I hold a value to as far as what I've built so far. And so if I were to just give them, you know, one sentence in terms of advice, uh-huh. appreciate where you're at, but think about where you can go. Okay. And then uh, one final question. Let's think 10 years from now, what you believe you'll be doing 10 years from now. Okay. You got it? Um, got it? I just want you to think about it. I don't want you to answer yet. Okay, think about what you'll be doing 10 years from now. If everything turns out exactly the way you want it to, okay? What does the 27-year-old Daryl say to the 17-year-old Daryl now? I think he would say something like, hey, look, I know you feel like you don't fit in always. I know you feel like that you need to be a part of a group to feel like you're of any value, but that's just an illusion because the only real value can come from who you are and what you're capable of because life is more of a game and you have to be, you have to play to win. So it's more, it's not pessimistic, so to say, it's just more of, he would give me a reality check. All right. I love it. I love it. Okay. So I think I said the last question was the final question, but in closing, what I want to know from you is if you have any final parting words, what would you, you know, if there's anything that you feel like freshmen, other freshmen need to know that, that I haven't asked you. Okay. Well, if I have to say anything to any co-freshman as myself, uh-huh. it's just you know, we're, you're going to make mistakes. I'll just say that right now. Don't even sweat it. You're definitely going to make mistakes. As much as you try to control the outcome, you can't control what's going to happen. But the only thing you can really control is how you bounce back from those mistakes or how you bounce back from those failures because that's really the deciding factor in who you become as far as when you graduate or 10 years from now or tw- even 30 years from now because the amount of times you're willing to get back up and keep going after what you want just determines what kind of person you are. Love it. Love it. Awesome. 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 Well, Daryl, that's it for today. I, um, if you don't mind, maybe, um, maybe sometime at the end of your freshman year, maybe coming back and kind of just letting us know how the, how the entire first year went. Absolutely. Okay. All right. Well, thank you so much for joining us on Academic Survival, and we'll be in touch with you soon. All right. Peace out, you guys. That's it for today on Academic Survival. If you want to share your story on how you survived your freshman year of college, you can reach me at info at chandralmcdonald.com. We'll be back next week with more ways to survive your academic journey. Until then, happy studying.